Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally podcast, the place where women from around the world come to discover God's plan for health in body, soul, and spirit. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, award-winning author, Air Force veteran, and health evangelist. I'm passionate about sharing biblical truth, scientific research, and practical lifestyle approaches to help heal your world naturally. You're listening to podcast episode 33, my exclusive interview with Rochelle Marie Lawson, queen of feeling fabulous. In this exclusive interview, I had the privilege of hosting Rochelle Marie Lawson, also known as the queen of feeling fabulous. Rochelle is a registered nurse and Arvidic practitioner. Her energy, guidance, wisdom, and enthusiasm have helped thousands of people improve their well-being holistically and naturally to help them live out the life of their dreams. She is the founder and owner of Blissful Living For You, where she is on a mission to help you live in total bliss through programs, gifts, and personalized exploration sessions. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the show, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you. I'm super excited about our topic today um, and just the work that you do. I know that it's going to be very impactful to all of our listeners on today. Before we get into the show, I usually start out with an icebreaker question. So if you could just let our listeners know, what are you doing in your world right now? that is simply rocking your world naturally? Well, I kind of roll with the form of being unstoppable, being fierce, fearless, and unstoppable. And so since I roll that way, that has a natural tendency for me to rock my world as well as other people's world, so to speak. Um, so that's how I'm rolling, but always, always, always I'm focused on um, our greatest asset, which is our health and well-being. So I think because I am focused on our greatest asset, which is our health and well-being, that allows me to rock my world, uh, being fierce, fearless, and unstoppable. I love it. That is so awesome. And I really like the fact that you said that our health is our greatest asset because many people do not even consider or look at our health as being an asset because once you lose it, sometimes it might be hard to regain that back. And I think it was the late, great Jim Rohn that said that you only have one body. And um, so we got to take care of it, you know, while we're here on this earth. Most definitely, I agree. Um, Being a nurse for going on uh, 31 years, I definitely know um, that our health and well-being is our greatest asset. I've had the pleasure of taking care of some very influential people and some top dogs in the telecom, sorry, in the telecommunications, not even telecommunications, but technology industry being from Silicon Valley. And... um, you know, one one gentleman that I had the pleasure of taking care of twice in his lifetime, uh, you know, told me that uh, he would give me all his money if he could be as, be as healthy and well as I 
as I was at, on that particular day. And I thought about that question. I mean, I thought about that statement and thought, you know, here's this guy with all the money in the world, so to speak, and um, he's not healthy and well. And so he can't even enjoy his life to the fullest and enjoy his money because he's really sick. And so the first time that was our encounter, the second time our encounter, this gentleman was actually uh, on a down, down decline, a, a downgrade, so to speak, with his health and well-being and ended up dying. But uh, again, he said, he said, the first time I saw you, you were just rocking vibrancy and radiance and no one would ever guess how how old you are. And he says, and here I am. I'm feeling very bad today. But just seeing your face and seeing how well you are rocking your health and well-being makes me realize that I didn't put enough value into mine. I was too busy building my company and I didn't put enough value into mine. And therefore, now I have all this money. But um, I don't have the health and well-being to enjoy my money. And I'm, he was actually dying. So um, that just kind of stuck in my head. And, you know, I, I could give you the, the name of the guy. I'll give you his initials. It's SJ. Um, mm -hmm. But that actually just stuck in my head. And, you know, the products that we use today, such as our phones and iPads and all of that, he is one of the instrumental people bringing that to the forefront of us and i'm just gonna throw it out there it was stephen jobs and so <laughs> he was one of the people that was instrumental in bringing this technology to us but look he is not even here today to enjoy it because as he said he didn't value his health and well-being until he no mm. longer had it wow and i think that's such a great point that you bring out rochelle because you know we are living in a society we are living in a time where it's 24-7 operations, and sometimes we have to pull back and take an assessment of what is it in my life that I value the most right now? And I think um, even in the profession that you're in, Rochelle, that your um, profession, you guys are right on the front lines in the midst of the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic that our world is facing. And now more than ever, we need healthcare professionals that will display, you know, as it was when you had the opportunity to actually um, assist um, Mr. Jobs when he was alive to show that radiance, to show that other side of health that you can have, that you can live a vibrant life, that you can be healthy, that changing the perspective and really putting a value on our health because once we um, are in a position to where we can't regain it back or it's hard to come back from that uh, those are just some things that we really have to to keep in mind yeah i i mean i'm not in clinical practice any longer but um definitely was one of the frontline people i was an emergency room trauma nurse for a long time so i was definitely one of the frontline people that probably uh, would have been, you know, receiving these people that come in um, from the uh, COVID-19 situation. But even today with that going on, you would be amazed at how many people don't believe it. Yeah. Um, it just is so mind boggling to me. They don't believe it, you know, but here's the thing. No one believes anything. I shouldn't say that. I should let me rephrase that. Some people don't believe anything until it actually affects them in their inner circle. 
And then it's like the world needs to stop because it's affecting them. And so as I'm looking around at, you know, uh, the various states with shelters in place, such as my home state of California and, um, you know, some in New York, they're really on top of things and really trying to uh, keep the health and well-being of their residents in check. And then I look at other states that are opening up um, and and, you know, granted, they don't have anything in place to circumvent anyone from getting sick, so to speak. Uh, the mask that they're telling us to wear, this, they're not they, they don't do anything. I mean, mm-hmm. if it's not a hospital type of mask, you know, it's, it's not going to do anything. So, you know, who are you trying to fool? Um, it, it, it's just amazing to me to see that we have people in government that don't even value the health and well-being of their residents. And they're mm-hmm. so worried about opening up the state. And I laugh at that because I'm actually here in Texas right now and I can't get to California. But I'm laughing at that because we got the two economies that run the United States, California on the West Coast, New mm-hmm. York on the East Coast. And they've clamped down, right, to keep their residents healthy and well. And they run the economy of our nation, so to speak. Everything comes out of those two states. And then we have other states that are, I don't want to say ancillary, but is not as powerful as those two states when it comes to economic well-being and they're opening up and I'm like if the two most powerful states with mm-hmm. regards to economy for the US aren't opening up or they're being very cautious with it what makes you think you little podunk state that don't have any you know product so to speak um, need to open up and and put the lives of your residents in danger without any plans to protect them and that's the whole thing there's no plans to protect them oh we're going to leave that up to the businesses to figure out really so Mm -hmm. you know again um i see people value wealth when it comes to money and material things um, but they don't value their greatest asset, which is their health and well-being until they don't have it. And that is just mind-boggling to me. Mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely right. Because I, I know there was a quote that one of the greatest assets for any nation is healthy citizens. And so really being at the forefront of where we can maintain health show individuals how to live a healthier life is is critical right now. And so with the work that you do, um, Rochelle, what is a specific area that you help or you assist your clientele with? What is your niche or what is your area of focus when it comes to health recovery? So my area that I focus in with regards to health and well-being is um, detoxification. And my model with that is detoxification is the key to longevity. Um, Here we have our bodies operating 24-7 nonstop for us. And through the course of our day, we pick up a lot of toxins, whether we take it in our food, the water, the air we breathe but things we're exposed to. Um, And so in order to keep things functioning, we have to have a system that actually is able to process and utilize the good stuff and get rid of the bad stuff in an effective and efficient manner. So um, 
when I say detoxification, I, let me back up a little bit. I'm saying our digestive system. I focus on our digestive systems as well as detoxifying. And the reason why I focus on our digestive system, for one, I had a long term, I had a long problem with um, being sick with regards to my just digestive system that could not be diagnosed by uh, any Western medicine physician that I went to over a course of 17 years. But I also know the fact that um, what we take in in our digestive system, if it's not metabolized properly, um, our foundation with our health and well-being um, can't be solid. And so what I help people to do is understand what's right for them to eat, what their body desires, what their body type desires, what's going to help them to build uh, a sustainable foundation so that everything else in their body can perform effectively and optimally. And then also to help them know and understand that over the course of time, there are things that there are things that we need to do to eliminate toxins from our body as our body does get overtaxed and, and overwhelmed at times. And when we are able to detoxify, we're able to get rid of a lot of stuff that's quote unquote gets stuck in us um, that can't get moving that backs up our system. It's kind of like a river when a river gets dammed up with something down the river and it starts backing up. Things still flow right, mm -hmm. but then eventually that flow becomes more backed up and the flow becomes more minimal until it stops flowing. And that's the same thing with our digestive systems. Um, you know, until things get completely backed up and out of whack and it starts to back up into other systems within our body and affect our those other systems we don't realize it and so what detoxification does is help to keep what we can uh, eliminate on a more easier process out of our body so that we keep that river of uh, health and well-being flowing through our digestive tract yeah, I think that's such a great analogy that you use the the river you know there could be many things that affect the flow and it's the same way with our health. If there's anything that comes in the way of that, it will really impact the overall flow of our health, the way that we're moving, our energy, our sleeping patterns. All of that is, is affected. Yeah. And I just, again, people don't, you know, they don't understand. If you think about like when you take in something you eat and it doesn't agree with you, you feel kind of icky. First, yes, yeah, starts in your, you know, your stomach, your gut, and then it kind of moves throughout your system. You might feel sluggish in your mind, just might feel lackadaisical, lack of energy. You know, you start feeling it in other places. And when you're really in tune to your body, then it goes, you know, you can get really deep into where you're feeling things and how things are out of balance by just what you may have taken in. And it could have been something that was bad food, so it might have had a toxin in it, you know, or mm -hmm. um, may not just been the right type of food for you. Or, you know, people have gluten intolerance or lactose intolerance. And sometimes people don't even know they have it. And they just know they just don't feel right when they eat certain things or when they take in certain bits of nourishment. So it's it's. It's a constant ebb and flow. Our body always talks to us. And and we always get some kind of feeling when we take food in, whether it's like, you know, your grandma's best fried chicken in the world, you know, <laughs> collard greens, you know, yes. black eyed peas. You know what I'm saying? But, right. um, but um, also, we also know how things feel um when they're they're not good for us or when we've eaten something that just doesn't agree and if you pay attention to the subtleties 
of what you take into your body it gives you a whole wealth of information just because um grandma's peach pie peach cobbler was really slamming now you got a stomach ache there might be something in there that you're allergic to or that your body that your body doesn't want you to take in you just got to figure it out you know, mm-hmm. just because you've been eating something all your life doesn't mean that's necessarily good for you or that it agrees with your body and your body type. So it's real important for people, I think, to f- first figure out what their body needs to stay healthy and well with regards to food. And then to do periodic um, detoxifications to help, um, I want to say, break that sludge off the inner walls of our body so that that river of life can continue to flow freely without being hampered by toxic stuff that gets built up inside of us. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that you said that, you know, when we, we have the ability to be in tune or listen to our bodies because our bodies do have a language. So it's a matter of just really listening and hearing what it's saying because if there's symptoms or, you know, we're having stomach aches after we eat a certain thing, that's that our bodies just kind of throwing up those red flags or those signals to say, hey, there's something going on inside of me. I'm trying to get your attention. Right. But not to ignore it, but to really um, respond to what the body is saying. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny is I tell everyone our body always talks to us. So here is, you know, what's in our mind will flow down into our body. So, again, it might not necessarily be that you've eaten something that doesn't agree with you, but you might be stressed. Yeah. And, and you don't even recognize it. Do you know how many people don't even recognize their stress? If we're living in the world today, right, right now, today. Mm-hmm. You talk to 10 people and if you ask them the simple question, are you stressed? They're going to say no. They're going to say no. But yet here we're in a situation where people are, you know, unemployment is at like, what, 30 million. Uh, people are not working. People don't have money coming in. They, they, how they going to pay, they, you know, how they going to buy food for their family? How they going to keep a roof over their head? How they going to pay their bills? How they, you know what I'm saying? But if you yeah. ask 10 people, nine out of 10 people will say, no, I'm not stressed because they don't rec- recognize it. And it's become so comfortable for them that they think it's actually how they normally how they normally are but what happens with that stress is it affects every system in our body and particularly our digestive system so if you're out there and about they're not recognizing your stress you're not listening to your mind's chaos right that's feeding into your body and you're not recognizing that and you take something in well you may have eaten that yesterday you may ate those collard greens yesterday and they were like spot on with that hot sauce but today you're eating collard greens in the hot sauce and now you've got like digestive issues right same yeah. stuff but yesterday you were maybe happy-go-lucky mood and just carefree and fancy today you're a little stressed because you're realizing your mortgage is due and you can't pay your mortgage so you see how that kind of like, so what's in the mind, mind always flows into the body. And so what I like to also share with people is that when I talk about detoxification being the key, being the key to longevity, I'm not just talking about it for with regards to how our body looks and feel, but also detoxifying the mind because mm-hmm. whatever's in the mind will manifest in the body one way or other. If you got anger that you got pipped in, you're going to have cardiac mm-hmm. issues or respiratory issues. If you've got... Um, you know, grief that you haven't let go, you're going to have some other kind of issues manifest in your body. So it's important to understand 
that when we detoxify, we're detoxifying the mind and the body so that all of that sludge within us, not just the sludge in our body or digestive systems, but all of that sludge within us can be released so that the conduit of the channels of the ebb and flow of the mind and the ebb and flow of the body are in synchronicity and, and, and harmonized. And you will look and feel very radiant, vibrant, and healthy when that's all in balance. Mm. And the fact that you mentioned the body-mind connection, I think that's just such an area that we don't talk about or address enough when it comes down to our health. And there's so much, um, as you shared, Rochelle, that the mind is inundated and plagued with so many stressful situations or there's unresolved emotional um, traumas, things that have not been dealt with that really impact you know, the overall physical health of individuals as well. Yes, yes. And again, you know, people just, uh, I just think people um, are just going through life, uh, just kind of thinking that this is just the way things are with them. But I'm here to share with you that it's it, it things are better than what you ever believe. Um, but it's just a matter of us getting in tune to in tune to ourselves we spend so much time particularly women we spend so much time taking care of others mm -hmm. our husbands our children's our parents our you know grandparents our in-laws things of that nature we spend so much time taking care of others that we tend to neglect or even be able to hear that mm -hmm. we need to be taken care of yes. and um and i think it's really important for everyone to understand that in order for you to be the best that you can be you need to take care of yourself first mm -hmm. and that's not being selfish it's not being bad or any you know any negative connotation that people want to put on it it's actually doing the service of um, goodness to the to those that you love and care about because when you take care of yourself first mm -hmm. then you can be a hundred percent for those that you love and care about but if you spend your day taking care of others first guess what at the end of the day there's no time for you and you say oh i'll do that tomorrow well tomorrow never comes and then a year down the road you've got an ulcer or you've got you know some kind of chronic illness that has popped up or you know something has manifested in your life that um had you just put yourself first you would have seen it coming and you would have been able to circumvent it and still be there for everybody that loves and cares about you and that you love and care about Mm -hmm. And I think that's so good as far as us being women, that that kind of tends to be the cycle that many women are on with taking care of others. And so, like you said, just being able to have some energy and some ability to take care of ourselves at the end of the day um, makes such a huge impact and such a huge difference in our lives. And so the key, key point. Um, so in addition to you being a registered nurse, Rochelle, you are also an Arvidic health practitioner. So can you share a little bit about how you got involved with Arvidic uh, medicine and um, how that all took place? Yeah, so remember I shared the story about my 17-year journey of being sick. So my journey started when I was eight years old and... Um, 
and I completed the journey when I was um, 25 years old. Mm -hmm. And basically what happened was I have four very stressful incidences that happened to me when I was eight that led to me having this undiagnosed medical condition, which actually became a bleeding ulcer. I went to hundreds of doctors, had an experience of having a pelvic exam at a very young age. I was, what, nine years old. Still remember the doctor saying he doesn't have the equipment small enough for me to examine me. Um, but I just knew that I wanted to feel better over the course of the 17 years. And I developed um, uh, just a little system that I would utilize uh, because I didn't know what I had and no one could diagnose it, but it was really quick to give me a prescription to take. And so lo and behold, through the course of me um, having this, you know, 17 year challenge, there's things that I incorporated like meditation and, you know, utilizations of herbs and um not eating fast food and trying to eat the best food I can and get massages and just all kind of stuff. Um, and then at 25, I had a download when I was meditating uh, from God. It gave me exactly nine steps to utilize that I put in a sequence and I was already doing this stuff. Mm. I put it in a sequence that God gave me. Um, and girl, I was healed in nine months after suffering for 17 years. Wow. It was um, it was it was a miracle. It was amazing, but it was God given and with God, anything is possible. Right. And yeah. I just followed it because I was at my wits end. Like, you know, what the heck I've been suffering all this, you know, I'm just, gonna, I'm already doing this stuff. Let me just follow his, the sequence mm -hmm. that's been given to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to fast forward from that. So what the amazing thing was that, um, years later, I was going back to get an advanced nursing degree for some continuing education units that I needed and I was online just researching what I should take and came across Ayurveda and mm. Ayurveda is a holistic medical modality that originated in India about anywhere from they say three thirty five hundred to seven thousand years ago it is the foundation of all medicine that is practiced today even Chinese traditional medicine and so um I was looking at this stuff and I'm like oh man this is the stuff I've been doing you know I've already <laughs> been doing this I've you know, play with herbs. I didn't know a lot about herbs, but I knew the herbs that worked for me, yeah. um, that I liked, you know, um, you know, I've been doing meditation. I've been doing these body therapy, you know, it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, let me just get a little deeper in it. And so I went ahead and, um, enrolled in the, uh, nurse practitioner course that they had and went through it and, um, just absolutely fell in love with it and realized that I had been doing this mm -hmm. when I healed myself. And it was kind of like God's met God's way of giving it to me before I was ready. So he gave it to me for me to experience myself so that mm -hmm. when I share this information with others, I'm coming from a point of knowing not mm -hmm. just reading, but truly yeah. knowing and experience um, yeah. to be able to help others with their health and well-being in a holistic and natural way. And it's just absolutely amazing. But there's the other thing. I've also been a business owner, successful business owner for um, 31 years as well. And the principles that I've utilized, that I've learned in Ayurveda with regards to just living life gracefully, divinely, has helped me to sustain my business for 31 years in Silicon Valley has helped me to go through every kind of crisis we've ever been through since 1989 to today um, has helped me to become a top 50 women-owned business in Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. And um, 
and and has helped me to be in situations with regards to my customers that um, has allowed me to have a win-win for both of us or for win-win for all parties involved in whatever transaction or whatever business um, thing that we're doing. And this all comes from these holistic principles that I've learned and began to recognize, incorporate and utilize in my life um, with not only just my health and well-being, but with the way I live my life. Mm, that is phenomenal. And so it took your personal journey, the things that you were experiencing to really, it was like you were already on this path in a sense, but it just became clearer um, as you traveled along the way. Yes. And so I think that's absolutely amazing um, that you're able to not only share it, but you have like a personal testimony behind what you actually went through. Um, to really be able to connect and reach others. Yeah, I, uh, you know, sometimes we don't know what our journey is going to entail and why things come upon us or come across our journey or why people come in our lives and they're in quickly and they're out or they come in, they stay in for a while or out or they're in their lives forever. We, we don't know, right? And I always mm-hmm. say that we're all walking on our own unique path to bliss. And so mm-hmm. what comes up in our on our path, you can't always see too far out ahead because that's not good. And you don't want to look too far behind because that's, you can't live in the past. You can't change it. So you got to focus on where you are right now. But when I look and reflect on um, the things I've done, the situations I've been in, circumstances, things I've experienced as a nurse, as a business owner, as just a regular old uh, African-American women and woman living in today's society, I realized mm-hmm. that all the things that I've been through, experienced, mm-hmm. and have gained knowledge about has put me where I'm at today. And mm-hmm. I would not be able to stand here and be where I'm at today had I not gone through all of that because yeah. I'm being prepared for my path as I continue to walk forward on my journey, right? right. And so, so all of us are. So it's like I like to share with people, don't be too down on yourself if you're not where you are or where you want it to be or where you think you should be because you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. It's mm-hmm. just you're being prepared for the next step, the next big event, so to speak, in your life. And um, as they all say, you got to crawl before you walk. And I totally believe that. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes when we're in the middle of whatever it is we're going through. It, it is kind of hard to see. But as we go along, it, it becomes so much clearer. But, wow, that's why I had to experience that. Because if I hadn't experienced it, like you shared, you would be able to be in the position or the place that you're in today with the work that you do Rochelle I believe that you also are the author of a book I think it's Mm -hmm. one of your books that's out there can you talk a little bit about your book with our audience yeah I have um four books actually but Mm-hmm. I think you might be talking about Intro to Holistic Health Ayurveda Style. And that was my first book, um, uh, best-selling book. I'm an international best-selling author and a four-time best-selling author. And that was my first book, which actually just came by accident. I had a podcast back in, uh, I think, 2010. And um, it was just a 30-minute show once a month. And the excerpts from that from that podcast became part of that book and it was just like 
the the um, owners of the media company at the time was just like, would you like to write a book? And I'm like, I don't have time to write a book. I'm trying to run two businesses and raise kids and be a wife and, you know, be all that I could be in the world, right? And they're like, we'll make yeah. it easy for you. And so it came about. And basically, it's just a really a little cute little handbook for those that are curious about holistic health or Ayurveda. And it really just gives you some basic, real basic information about Ayurveda, how special and unique each of us are and why um, why that specialness, that special uniqueness is so special to us. Um, it gives us tips about how to figure out when we're out of balance in our mind and our body, some things that we can do to correct uh, that state of balance, um, t- tips about what we should do in each season, such as summer, spring, winter, or fall for your particular body type. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's a it's a cool little book. You can pull it out. It has tips about what we should eat, how we should eat. And I tell ladies, keep it in your pocketbook, your purse, your handbook, your book bag, whatever, and pull yeah. it out and just open up to a page and read it. And, you know, there'll be some words of wisdom in there for you that you probably need at that moment in time. Um, but, yeah, it's a great little handbook to carry, particularly if you just, you know, want to go throughout your day and, just know that you have a tool that you can utilize to restore balance or restore um, calmness into a chaotic day, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So for those that are listening, Rochelle, that want to get a copy of the book or would like to really find out more about, you know, our Vedic medicine and how they can work with you, where would they find you out on the web? So the book you can get at Barnes and Nobles and just put in my name and it'll come up um, or Amazon. I should say everything is Amazon. Now. <laughs> Amazon is the king, right? Yes. Right. So go to Amazon. It's probably easier. Go to Amazon um, and you can pick up that that particular book. Just put in my name, search my name and it'll come up. Um, also, I'm all over social media. Uh, I have my website you can go to is blissful living the number four and the letter u.com there's all kind of wonderful things happening there and um, and part of uh, what I'm doing is uh, uniting women um, I'm, I'm putting out a shout out to all fierce, fearless, and unstoppable women that are ready to take mm-hmm. hold and take claim of their life. Um, mm-hmm. So I am in the process of um, we're having six, six to I'm sorry, six, seven summits across the U.S. in the latter part of the U.S. Um, let me make this disclaimer. As long as health and well-being is not in jeopardized and everything is back to normal, um, yes. live events that will be happening throughout the U.S. And it's for unstoppable women. And mm-hmm. there'll be a ton of unstoppable women there and unstoppable women speaking, sharing their message of empowerment and motivation, inspiration, strength, connection, unity, support, um, whatever it is, I think we women it is our time for us to unite yes Um, we are going to be the change agents of the world if Mm -hmm. we're thinking it's going to be a man or relying on a man honey let me tell you it ain't (laughs) right it's going to be us women and the way we're going to be able to do that is by uniting and coming together as an unstoppable force 
to be reckoned with, but not in a negative way, very positive, loving, nurturing. But also, I want to say, when you, when I think of a woman that is just truly standing in the unstoppability and being graceful with it, yeah, I think of Michelle Obama. Mm, yes, that Lord. woman is amazing. Mm-hmm. She's smart. She's talented. She was a force behind Barack. Yeah. She, um, you know, she's strong. She doesn't wilter. She's, you know, she's unstoppable. She's fierce. She's fearless. And, um, and she's Michelle. And so, hey, <laughs> yeah. so any of y'all are thinking you got a Michelle Obama in you, or you Michelle's twin sister, I invite you all to come to the Unstoppable Woman Summit and just hang out with us and just let's connect and un- unify, not just in the U.S., but around the world so we can change the world to be a better place for our future generations. Oh, that's absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. And I have truly enjoyed hosting you today, Rochelle. It has been my pleasure. And so to all of the women that are listening out there, highly encouraged to look her up out there on the social media, Rochelle Lawson. Thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. I always love sharing um, messages about health and well-being and, of course, of how us women are truly unstoppable. We just have to recognize our power and step into it. And so I love it. So thank you so very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Rochelle. Take care. You too. For health tips, faith-based education, and inspiration, visit www.rockyourworldnaturally.com and on Facebook at Facebook forward slash rockyourworldnaturally and Twitter at twitter.com forward slash rockyourworld28.